Do I sound as good in your microphone, your headphones, as I sound in mine? You sound pretty good. This is your first, uh, which one are my headphones? This is your first uh, podcast, Bo, without, um, without headphones? With headphones? Well, no, because we did the one in New York, and you had me put on those crappy ones that you threw away. <laughs> you didn't like those, I guess. I don't know. I mean, you said what? they were old. Why? I don't know. What did you just do? Because I, I mean, I, I sound even better now. You said... <laughs> Well, welcome to a Sunday evening edition of the Eric Anders Lang Show. Joined today, what? what? It's weird. Something's wrong with my audio. Anyway, how you doing, Bo? Welcome to the show. How you doing, Eric? Is is? I feel like you sound great. I sound terrible. Well, I have an amazing voice <laughs> for speaking. <laughs> so. No, uh, I don't know. I don't know what you're the audio master, so I'm. I don't know. It's maybe it's because the room is so loud. I don't know. Is it? Is it? Does it feel? It sounds very echoey. It does, but I kind of think it sounds rad. But yeah, I can hear. It's it's the room. Should we go in the other room? The the. I definitely have this. Amateur. Well, that was weird. I could hear you. Amateur hour over here. Okay. Anyway. Do you so, want to go, go to the other room? No. Now, we're just going to do it right in the kitchen here. Sunday night, we just got home from uh, some barbecue and some ice cream. I feel like we should start this episode with some smooth jazz. <laughs> <laughs> just, I, could, I could do that. Just, just hang on, everybody. All right, so we're going to, uh, we're going to pretend to be running a uh, late night uh, Hackensack, New Jersey radio station for cab drivers. Oh, shit, there's an ad. I'm on, I'm on YouTube. I should have played this before, but skip ad. With the big following you have, don't... I think this is it right here. Go ahead, Bob. Welcome to the show. Hey, guys. Welcome <laughs> to the first night of the rest of your lives. <laughs> Inspiring jazz. We just... <laughs> what's, the, what's the call sign? We just got home from a night of barbecue. <laughs> Terry Blacks. Ooh. <laughs> Terry Black. <laughs> and we finish it off with a two scoop at Jenny's ice cream. <laughs> that, that waffle cone was amazing. My God. <laughs> Such a nice waffle cone. I think the most interesting thing about the waffle cone was that uh, we Googled the, uh, the calories. It was lower than we thought <laughs> have you ever I thought I thought it was I thought that the two scoops <laughs> of Jenny's ice cream <laughs> this is not an ad unless you want it to be <laughs> <laughs> wait 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 I thought two scoops of Jenny's with a waffle cone was at least the same calorie intake as the pint that I binged the night before <laughs> A thousand seventy, folks. But lo and behold, that's, that's four digits. That's four digits. Four big digits coming into the gut. <laughs> but the waffle cone was only two hundred. Not a lot, really, for for the amount of flavor it offers. I'd say, I'd say it packs a punch for that for that number. Low low three digits. A creamy smooth punch. Like, well, I mean, crispy, crispy, creamy. Ah, well, welcome to the show, everybody. Hope you're having a good night, morning, slash life. Um, 
we're just we're just back. We're just back. Just back from Mexico. I feel like something big just happened. It's a joke. Election. Yeah. Election. No, joke. Right. Total joke. Right. I will say, why don't we talk about this for a minute, Bo? Because we we talked about this a little bit in our travels. We were in Mexico. We worked. And then, you know what it is? It's your microphone that's making me sound. There we go. I turned your mic off. All of a sudden, I sound like I'm I'm right there. Your mic is giving me reverb. So whenever you want to talk, just make it known visually. And then I can... Turn your mic back up right there. See, now you hear your mic. I am not an audio engineer, but what I am is really critical. So anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> are we going to get... Anyway, we'll deal with it later. But we talked about RGC being able to potentially be bigger than something political, right? We, talk, we talked about this a little bit. And, you know, this the podcast is a great place to talk about it because I think we have you know, people's actual attention. And I think that this is a a topic that requires attention, whether you're talking or listening or thinking about it. But, you know, it all goes back to this um, uh, experience I had, which I I may have brought it up on the podcast back in June. But basically, during the Black Lives Matter movement, I started posting a little bit, apparently uh, pretty uncommon within the golf world, not a lot of people posting about George Floyd and the, and the, and the issues of systemic racism. And I got a DM from a guy that said, stick to golf, keep it to the golf. You know, I've told you the story, Bo, right? So he said, stick to the golf. And I scrolled back up. Um, and I read a message that he'd sent me, you know, six months prior, pre, pre George Floyd, pre COVID, pre anything. And, uh, he said, Hey, I want to thank you. You had a you had a big impact on my life. I'm a cop. I went to the golf course. I got paired up with the public defender, who is someone that I hate. I don't want to be with this person. And um, on the second or third hole, we both discovered that we listened to your podcast, and then we got along great. Uh, we 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 saw each other eye to eye, and even though clearly they're on the opposite sides of the same coin. You know, it it could be similar as though in this election voting for two different people. Right. But somehow you still find some common ground in there, some commonality. And the world then becomes a kinder, more welcoming, more positive, more beneficial, enriching place. And that to me is really the best example of Random Golf Club actually working in the world. Um and it seems like when I think about where we have to go as a, as a world, as a nation, as a community, as a sport, I think a lot of it is about that. You know? And so I just wanted to bring that up because I feel like, Bo, you and I could have a, a good discussion about that before we get into going down to Mexico, shooting the 50th episode of Adventures in Golf, but just sort of RGC and how it could play into being like this, quote, quote bipartisan bogey club is kind of what I, what I was thinking about. What do you think about that? What do you think about that name, first of all? Thanks for turning my volume back up. Um, I really, I was about to say, I really like that. The bipartisan, say it again. Bipartisan bogey club. The bipartisan bogey club. Yeah. I mean, we could almost rename, the, rename take away random golf club. And just all right. Call it, all okay, right. That's, that's enough. A, okay. That's a lot. No, he can yeah. say these things because he's my friend. But Yeah. No, you know what's interesting about, you bring up a really good point. We did talk about that. And I think, you know, if I'm being honest, I think... Every company of any kind should have that intention that what they're trying to offer and bring forward through their company is um, harmony, 
between the people that they're serving and or the people that they're employing. Um, you know, how can they, it's more than what the surface level product is. It's, you know, and that's why I think anybody that follows random golf club that's paying attention realizes that it's not a golf company. Not really. You know, I mean, it brings people together. It, it, it stands for something. And, you know, I, I, yeah, I mean, for me, I think it's beautiful because you may, I don't know if you would agree. I don't know if you've seen this on the golf course, but I think there are people that go on a golf course and, and they, they have a much, oh, the, the commonality is already established. We're here playing golf and this is amazing. You love golf. I love golf. Great. We're out golfing. But you and I have also talked to people that, you know, like that kid in New York that we met randomly, not randomly on the street that pulled up on his bike yeah, and he, and he Austin. said, Austin, and he said he hadn't gone out to play in the random golf club chapter in New York because he just wasn't quite sure if he would fit in with the people that he already saw photos of. And he hadn't even gone. He just, so I think a lot of people walk around in fear that they're just, they're not going to fit in, in the community. They, they're just not sure there's fear there. And, you know, I think we've witnessed a lot of people experience random golf club and it bringing that kind of harmonizing vibe. Yeah. It's not that stuffy thing. And that should be the intention of anyone. Yeah. How can we as a company, as a brand, in, in any category, how can we find harmony? How can we reach everyone? What can we do to get through to everyone, to, 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 to bring some glue together, you know, to glue people together? I like the glue. I like the glue. It's disgusting, but I also really like it. I use some today. <laughs> you did. That's right. Yeah, I used you, did, you broke a sculpture. I broke. I, I did. I broke a beautiful <laughs> hand sculpture. Yeah. The irony is, is that it was a hand that you glued, and you were talking about gluing people together, which I would assume would happen hand to hand. Your metaphor was hand to hand gluing. I, I'm assuming. What? What else would it be? Yeah. I mean, it what? was my hand on the glue putting the glue on the broken hand. No, but I'm, the metaphor before that, when I you know. were like, we could, the glue. I know. Random glue club. The random glue club. <laughs> that sounds like, it sounds like, like, an, like, instead of glee, it's glue. Yeah, it sounds like you're sniffing. Sniffing the glue. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, like it sounds like that's where you go. Random glue club is like, it's kind of like drugs, but you're not really, you're not, there's no budget for the drugs. You're just kind of, you're interested, but you can't, you're not, it's not sustainable. I mean, I would say Random Golf Club is a drug. Boom. I mean, it is, and you want more of it. Yeah, I mean, I do. I mean, when you think of a drug, most people think, what's the common, the common trait? More. I want more of it. Here's that's a really good point, because the saddest <laughs> part about COVID has been that we can't do meetups, and meetups are the drug you've been, right? We've done like 10. I've never seen anything like it. Let it's me just crazy. be honest with you. I've known Eric many years. You guys know by now who I am. Yes, we've been friends, but I say none of this. I say it every time because I know somebody's thinking like, this is his friend. And he's just like, I would say this even if I, if I didn't, if I wasn't Eric's friend. And I, it's really what I believe. I have never experienced anything like the meetup we did on a golf course in my life. Yeah. It was, I mean, it, it, I'll definitely say it was a little like, whoa. Like it, but it was also because it's at Penmar, which is a nine-hole course. What do you court. mean, whoa? Like scary whoa? I mean, it's it's almost like... 100 people at a nine-hole course. 100 February people. February of this year. Yeah, at a nine-hole. In the rain. Yeah, a little drizzle. It, wasn't, it just drizzled yeah. for a second. It wasn't too bad. But I mean, when you see 100 people standing on a tee box... Yeah, it's scary. You're just like, what is about to occur? Now, if you're a traditional tucked in private country club type individual, you're already thinking like, that sounds awful. 
Yeah, well, enjoy your club. It, it is awful. <laughs> it, it's it's awful. It's awful for someone who is sort of like, if you think going in the ocean at sunrise sounds awful, maybe it is awful. But it, but it, but it, but in that sense, like yes, getting in the ice cold water in the morning is awful. But if you think experimentation and the unknown is awful and you're not interested and you're and you're willing to say no to something before you're willing to try it then it's awful yeah i mean what's that phrase by herbert spencer there's nothing that will fail to keep a man in everlasting ignorance more than contempt prior to investigation judging something before you put your toe in the water it's like and i understand because everybody has their version of fear that keeps them from taking action but if in the golf world you know, you're afraid to put your toe in the water for a new experience. Yeah, RGC probably not your drug. Yeah. So, but the but the meetup is a drug for sure. For me, there's just something like you show up and and basically from the moment you walk into the property to the moment you leave, you're in a state of kind of um, purgatory. It's like a state of in between. You're go especially if it's your first one. You're in it. You once you enter the property, you have you have indelibly changed your path of your life. At that moment, and until you walk out, it's in it's in flux, it's in flow. It's like a complete like uh, you know when you when you order a mixed drink at a bar and they're shaking it, you know, like cocktail, and it's like out the ice, and it's like that's yeah, that's the RGC meetup, and then until so they so when you walk into the meetup, they pour it all in, they pour all the ingredients in, and then they shake it for as many hours as you're there. Then when you walk out, that's how you pour the drink, and that's that's how you that's who you are. Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you when I did because it's the only meetup I've been to. And Is it really? Yeah, you went to it. You went to a ten-person meetup at Roosevelt years before that. Oh, that's with right. Stratton was, and Gomez. Was that a, an and, official RGC meetup? I mean, it counts. Yeah, I mean, it was only ten people, maybe fifteen people. Right. It was early days. It was early days. I'm just saying that the one that happened at Penmar was a legit. That was meetup. legit. It was we had a legit. podcast. We had yeah. a, we had a giveaway. Yeah, there was give. There was merchandise. Yeah, and, yeah. But here's the thing: we we owned the course. You did. There was no one else on the course but us, it felt like. People came. We They they were invited to attend, right? Well, I'll tell you what I was going to say is the experience I had, which I've never... Because I am one of those people. I will tell you right now. It's really interesting because if you know... If you did know me personally, as you do, and you may still not even know me, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> but most of my life was a very, I felt very afraid and unsafe in the world. And a lot of that you would see because I'm the kind of guy that would go to a social setting and I would sit off in the corner and just kind of watch everybody having a good time. I, there was just some level of fear in my life. I'm the same guy that would go to a golf course. And if I went, let's say with a friend of mine and we got paired up with a twosome, I might at the beginning be like, hi, I'm Bo. Hi. So, but I never really spent a lot of time talking to people. I just didn't feel that comfortable with people I didn't know. Cause it's, you know, look, if you're, I don't know if you're like me, but I'm a human being who has in his life had a little bit of trust issues with the world, safety, feeling safe. And especially if I went by myself, even if I would go by myself, like I might be friendly, Oh, a good shot, but I didn't really engage much. I don't know why I probably wanted to, but when I went to your meetup by the second or third hole, definitely by the fifth hole, I had been conversing with multiple people, multiple people. And it was just fun. Because it, again, it wasn't even about the golf. It was real. I mean, sure, it was fun to see people hitting shots, but it was just about being in the vibe, right? I was, I felt in, you know, and I think a lot of people are like, I, I got, I want to be in a vibe in a community I like, but sometimes I'm terrified to, and I don't know how, but once you get there, you get past the first couple, you're in it and you're just in it. 
it's like awesome, you know, and it was, re it was really cool. I mean, I've never experienced anything like it on a golf course, even though it sounds scary once you get past the fear, you know. You know what's making me think is we should go on tour. Can, can we safely do meetups in COVID times? Can we do a meetup? I feel like we can. What do you mean? Of course you can. I feel you like just, we you can. You just have to adhere, adhere to the course rules. They're yeah. letting people out on a golf course. Yeah, and I feel like just wear your mask and like, let's do fist bumps. And then like, let's, let's go on tour. Let's go do some meetups. RGC tour. You know what I mean? Like, the let's go RGC do it. RGC meetup tour. You know, we've got this app coming out. By the way, let's be clear. It's not just the U.S. It's any country that'll let you fly into it. Yeah. Morocco. I got five. I got Morocco. Bald. I checked. Morocco. The places that Americans can go. There's not that many. Ireland. Ireland. The UK is not, but the Ireland is. Yeah, I don't know. I got to look into it again. But 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 yeah, no. I just I, I just want to go on tour and just do RGC meetups every day. Mexico. Think about it. yeah, Mexico, wherever. Just like I mean, it's it's a little bit easier in America for obvious reasons, but I mean, for now, even just like wherever it is, just like sh like just line them up. Let's just let's. How long can we go for? Two weeks. Me, you, Kaffer, and Simon. We roll, we, we pick up the caravan at each airport we, we each day. It's like we're like in a band. What do you got? Someone calling you? No, it's time to go to sleep. <laughs> it is not. Your, your alarm just went off to go to sleep. It's 9.45 p.m. No, but it gives me like a heads up. Is that why you go to sleep so early every night? Because your phone tells you to? It, I mean, I've just in my life realized that it's easier if you just let other people, you know, <laughs> you know, just let people guide you, including your, your technology. You know? Um. And so I think we should go on tour though. I think we well, should plan I, it out. I don't think it's flying. You I drive. Think, I think it's driving. RV. Because it's all part, because you know how much, look, I said this to you earlier. Six hours a day driving and pop out. Well, yeah, but I said this to you earlier that I felt like, um, I felt like from what you said and what I saw, there was a, there was something beautiful about the response of the video we did prior to getting to St. George. Like it was just like two guys on a trip. Road trip. That were there was like a little vulnerability and intimacy and it was like men and, and it was beautiful and the music and it, and like if we just flew everywhere that that would be missed. And I think that there would be a lot along the way too. Yeah, I guess like so. somewhere along the way we'd be in a town, there might be a magic, you know, I don't yeah. know. We could release like, I don't know. It'd be cool, man. Cause we could release like a little calendar, like, you know what I mean? Like December 12th, Waco, December 13th. Amarillo, I don't even know, you know, December 14th, Oklahoma City, December 15th, New Orleans, December 16th, Tallahassee. You know what I mean? Like, how fun would that be? It sounds amazing. It'd be sound amazing. Yeah. I mean, how long could we, are you stressed? You see, are you getting stressed about the travel? I would just have to have my own Sprinter van. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to break down Mexico. Just take a break. We're going to, we're going to, uh, we're going to read a couple ads. Be right back. All right, we're taking an ad break here, you folks. So check it out. Make sure to check out our regular partners of the podcast. Whoop Band, use your code EAL. Uh, go check out TaylorMade Golf. Fans of Tiger Woods, check out uh, Vice Golf, the old golf balls. Coming to RGC exclusive ball coming out pretty soon. Make sure to check out Jones Golf Bags based in Portland, Oregon. And as always, get your Precision Pro RGC rangefinder from randomgolfclub.com. Special guest this week, ExpressVPN. You've heard me mess this ad read up a couple times. The title of it is Bathroom R1. Not sure what that means, but anyway, when you use the bathroom, you always close the door behind you, right? <laughs> Sometimes 
Not if I'm trying to get weird. You don't want random passersby. Oh, random. They didn't highlight that word. Passersby looking in on you. So why would you let people look in on you when you go online? Use the internet without ExpressVPN is kind of like going to the bathroom and not closing the door, you perv. Did you know? Did you know that your internet service provider like Comcast or Verizon knows every single website you visit? Actually, I mean, yeah, and I'm kind of yeah. That's not okay, actually. And what's worse is they can sell that information to ad companies. Not okay with that. ExpressVPN puts a stop to that. Creates a secure encrypted tunnel. Who doesn't like a tunnel? Bo, do you like tunnels? Love tunnels. I love tunnels, man. And I love tunnels, especially when it's ExpressVPN and my encrypted tunnel device. Tunnel's exciting, man. Anyway, ExpressVPN is on all my devices. It works on everything, phones, laptops, even routers. Do you even know what a router is? Can you imagine what a router looks like? Don't fart. I've got, oh, God. Anyway, the best part is about ExpressVPN is as easy as cleaning the bathroom door, closing the bathroom door. <laughs> you just fire up the app, click a button, and you protect it. So head it over to expressvpn.com slash Eric, expressvpn.com slash Eric, E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V as in Victor, P as in private and is in notch uh, dot com slash eric and you can get an extra three months free that's three months that's 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 90 days imagine not having a drink for 90 days <laughs> all right next ad read folks features my man my family over at features hugh gaither and his two sons john and joe i'm into features the socks feel good they hug my feet they're kind of like a sleeping bag for my feet. Anyway, believe it or not, the holidays are almost here, and the more personal I make this ad read, the better it's going to be. <laughs> That's what they told me to tell you. Anyway, for 20 years, Features has been solely focused. Avoid joke, pun. Anyway, the pair of socks are great and can be a perfect holiday gift for everyone on your list. With Features, every pair feels like a custom fit. That is kind of amazing. That They, they really do feel. Did you ever try mine on? They wouldn't work for you. Did you take mine camping? No, no, those are, maybe those are. Did you love those? Then it was them. Yeah, it was, they're good. Anyway, folks, the, the great thing about the features is that it feels like, uh, what did I say that one time? No, I, I made a joke. It was like something from my feet. I can't remember. It was. It's kind of like a swaddle. It's a swaddle. It's like you're a baby. It's like your foot becomes a one-month-old baby, and you, <laughs> and you just swaddle. That's disgusting. Imagine if your foot was just like a fat little baby. <laughs> what other socks have I tried? I I don't... Honestly, there's not a lot of socks out there that are as good as Features. I'm just going to be totally straight with you. Runners from around the world have loved Features for years, but they're not just for runners anymore. Golfers are going to get into it, meticulously engineered to keep the feet cool, dry, and style and cool. You can get into any nightclub wearing features. You just hike up the pant leg, and they see that little logo there, and they're like, this guy deserves to get inside. From no-shows to knee-highs, ultra-light to max cush, these designs are tailored for eight performance and extra support. Lifetime guarantee. If you're unsatisfied at any point, get them returned. So head over to features.com slash Eric for $10 off your first pair. F-E-E-T-U-R-E-S dot com. Promo code Eric. And that's going to get you 10 smackers off your first pair. That's two, three or two free coffees, y'all. See you back on the pod.
Hey, Sklar Brothers here, Randy and Jason, and we have a couple of podcasts. If you you know them or you don't know them, check them out. We do View from the Cheap Seats, which is sports and comedy, and we have a podcast called Dumb People Town where we break down stupid behavior done by stupid people in this stupid world of ours. It is hilarious. Check them both out. And now, check out this podcast. Say that again. What did you say? Does somebody actually edit this? No edits. Really? Zero. Why? You want someone to edit it? I mean, there's... A couple. It doesn't need to be edited, bro. Nothing about this needs to change. We're right where we want to be. Ooh. (laughs) I'm back. How was the break? Was it relaxing? Lonely. We were just sitting here for four minutes while I read an ad. That's all we did. It wasn't that lonely. Snowball climbed up next to me. He did. He likes you. It just he, takes him a second sometimes. He, Snowball likes you, but he's also scared of you, which is appropriate. I've never seen a dog go from kind <laughs> to killer in a matter of seconds. You know, let's just leave that off the pod. Why? You want to tell the, it's, the story is so long. What story? The story where he tried to kill you. Well, there's been multiple times that he's tried to kill me. I know. It's just like, I don't want to spoil the image of Snowball in the eye of the public either. I don't want them to think he's like some type of crazy, abusive alcoholic. But he is. But he is. If only this music could be playing every time he was around. But sometimes it's, you know. It's more like death metal. Yeah. Mega death. Angry. (laughs) It's actually more scary. He's a scared animal. Just like. Are you having a sparkling beverage? I am. I'm having a recess. Is that a recess? We should have an ad for recess. Yeah, recess should be a sponsor. As much as you love recess and their flavors. Yeah. Yeah. I just need to get a discount is all I need. Promo code. is not cheap, these recess. Yeah. Moving on. Moving on. Mexico. Wasn't your first time in Mexico. It won't be your last. It might be. (laughs) (laughs) Why? You know, I mean... uh... A lot of mosquitoes in Mexico. Skeeters? Yeah, those skeeters, man. Boy, they... I mean, I got a few bumps <laughs> in the skaters. back of my neck right now. I'm not sure what if it... Because I haven't showered in eight days or... You got to shower. It's your fault, the skeeters. It's not the border. It's not the lang- It's not the Mexican culture. Well, I mean... It uh, wasn't that mosquito-y. Well, uh, okay. Maybe Austin they, has skeeters. I don't know if it was mosquitoes, but I think they had certain little critters that were... You'd go sit down at the tables, and they'd just be all around your ankle, just biting, yeah. biting. No CMs. I don't know what those are. Anyway, whatever. Okay, let's get back to Mexico. Jesus, man. We what went to we Mexico. We, we, got, had, we got it. This pod is almost over. It's just beginning. 50th the episode. Paradox. 50th episode of Adventures in Golf. I mean, for me, it was my first experience actually project managing something. Yeah, because you, you, you worked on the Moab one, which is coming. Um, I think that's the one coming out next. I think so. If today's Monday. I mean, te- technically it's Sunday for me and you, but but people are going to listen to this on Monday. Tuesday is Moab. That was your first Adventures in Golf you ever worked on. Right. I mean, you, I guess I was technically working. I didn't realize that I was, but I was on that trip. Yeah, you you were. You were. You I were, worked a lot. You were holding things that people who get paid to work hold. Yeah, I was. You were holding items of work. I was holding a lot of equipment that I was a little bit scared to hold. <laughs> I mean, I, I was, I mean, there were moments where you had to be like, dude, you're fine. You can handle this. And yeah. I, I mean, I was, 
I mean, I knew that there was a masterpiece in the making, and I didn't want to be the one who messed it up. No, dude, you can't mess it up. Adventures in golf is one of those things where it just unfolds naturally. But I feel like at that, see, in that moment, I was just kind of helping you. I, I had agreed, like, I'm going to help you along the way. But Mexico, I am, I am officially. Yeah, you had a job. I am officially, by the way, an RGC. You're in the fam. Family. I am, a, I am, on, the, I am on the RGC team uh, now. That's news since I've ever, I mean, I've I guess that's news. Yeah, no one knows that. Nobody knows that. Yeah, hey, you have a job. Do you yeah, know what your title is? I mean, Fucking I have pop quiz, bro. I mean, well, there, there was one that was like baby morale officer or something on there. Chief, chief morale, chief morale, baby morale, baby morale officer. It's a, <laughs> I think it was a typo, but it said like, you know, uh, yeah. Chief morale officer, com- you know, community connector, director of connection, uh, office manager, which as it's, if it's yeah. coming along, office manager is most likely the job office manager. I, I like a, generalist. Yeah, I generalist. Mean, you know, just a, just a, the grounding glue. Jack of all trades, master of none. Yeah, jack of all <laughs> trades, master of none. The grounding glue, the glue yeah. keeper. Yeah, you're the uh, yeah the glue, yeah, the glue guy. The glue guy. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I mean that's initially we talked about. You were like, buddy, really? I just that's what I, I need you to be the glue for everything. Don't sniff it, just drip it. <laughs> What's wrong with me? I don't know, buddy. If you only knew, do you, are you aware of what goes through my head? Uh. I'm not. You are. I'm, well, I'm, you know where I go. I know where you go. I, I mean, I'm not in there with you at all the time, but I see enough that makes me go, oh, like disturbed. I, yeah. Dis- yeah. Like Confused. I was like, oh, this guy's got some real stuff going on. Yeah. Yeah. Dark sense of humor. Yeah. Bright, bright outlook on life. Positive guy. Very dark sense of humor. Yeah. But Which I, have, I have a dark sense of humor. I think having a dark sense of humor is the key to having a bright outlook on I mean, life. My top three in my movies is Amer- one of them's American Psycho. Wow, that says so much about you. I didn't realize that. Love American Psycho. That's that's very high for that movie. Yeah, I it's mean, a great film. You know what? What's interesting is in this moment, I realized maybe I've actually started to come out of the darkness more into the light in my life because as I just said that, I realize. It probably wouldn't make the top three. It used to, but yeah. I don't think. But I think were, it's good to say what you're saying right now. Yeah, people, just so you I know. I think it's good to undo what you just did. No, no, you know what? But part of being, you know, part it's of. It's an aggressive. He murders a homeless guy. I have nothing in common with you. Remember that scene? I, I just can't almost. relate to you. Well, I mean, but I think I was more connecting when he runs down the hallway butt naked with a chainsaw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> screaming you know i was like i get that you know it's more of a metaphor really right because i wouldn't i'm not that way in real life but we have to acknowledge that kind of part we all have a little crazy Maybe we should go bit let's just do mexico that was the topic we were gonna yeah, let's do. go back to mexico yeah i mean you know like we'll go do movies another time maybe I when love, i've previewed I the movies list. movies are great my gosh i love the stories they tell what you know what i realized my favorite movie is of all time do you I know no. do you know um you can guess avatar we've probably seen it together no no uh, platoon? No. <laughs> what the? <laughs> um, uh, full Metal Jacket. No. Uh, Come on, man. Okay, okay. I'll go I'm to... like as I'm like as boring as it gets. No, I know. That's what, our taste is actually different. It's probably some indie film, and it's not. In... It's a Christmas movie. Your favorite? Uh, oh, Home Alone. No. Um, More oh. meaningful. Cry tears. Oh, uh, it's you, a you it's cry. a it's a it's a beautiful life. Finally, yeah. It's a wonderful life. It's a wonderful life. Yeah, I realize that's my favorite movie. Is it, that's the one with what's his name, the black Jimmy and white Stewart. Jimmy Stewart. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's just got everything, and 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 it's so. Does it have so, golf? It's so simply Does no. There's golf. no golf, okay. but golf isn't golf isn't well dis- displayed in movies. Yeah. Um, for me, it's a wonderful life. Depicts 
every important lesson that one needs to learn. If an alien came to planet Earth, I feel like I could show them that movie and be like, here is who we are. Here is what we struggle with. This is the simplest human condition. It's got love. It's got selfishness. It's got alcoholism. It's got God. It's got alcoholism. It's got greed. It's got uh, um, disconnect. Um, saving his brother's life. It's got, you know, selflessness. It's got. Um, it's called, and it's got a great sense of unworthiness. Yeah. Not enough. But at the same time, at the end, he is enough. I mean, at the end, yeah. when they're singing the old, old saints, you know, old, old Yang, old, all the be forgot and. You know, you're just like, if, if you're not, compa- and here's the thing too, is going back in time to a movie that is not sort of privy to the tricks of the trade the movies have now, to still confidently deliver a packed ending of emotion, that in and of itself is a feat, 80 years old. Right, I mean, it's just in—it's absolutely incredible. It's got the dancing scene where they're dancing and then the floor splits apart. That's at the Beverly Hills High School. Is it really? Yeah, that's that's from back there. They go swimming. I mean, it's just a movie that makes you want to go out and live the next day better, differently. Well said. Back to Mexico. They don't. I don't know what that movie's called in Mexico, but I'm sure that they have it. It's a beautiful life. It's a wonderful life. You know, it's a have... wonderful life. Well, here, what, let's. What is it in? Can, it would be you, like uh, wait, but you speak pretty good Spanish. Wonderful. By the way. I don't know what the word for wonderful is, and it would be like esta un vida especial, vida especial, vida Here we vida. Go. It's a one. Okay, now what's We're your translating. guess? Vida, vida. It's not vida bonita. Wonderful. Here we know. go. Es una vida marvelosa. Marvelous. Marveloso. Yes, that's good. I'd love to watch it. I would like to see it reshot again in Spain, in Spain, Mexico. We could do that. We can make that happen. Okay. The, I mean, let's do, let's at least touch on the Mexico episode for a second. Yeah. So because people don't know what it is. Well, is is Moab done? We we clocked in and out of Moab. You know, you 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 ran some sound and then look, I ran some sound and I realized that. Um, uh, did we, did we hit on this before? I thought we did. I mean, look, one of the biggest takeaways was we shot all day long. And when we were done, I said, how long is this video going to be? And you said about 11 minutes. Actually, Daniel said it. And I was upset. I was like, "What? That, this just doesn't seem fair. I didn't realize how much time, how much effort goes into making just that amount of it. And I, it just been people don't understand. I mean, it, I couldn't believe it. I felt, man, we did a lot today. Yeah. We did a lot. We went a lot of places. It's filmed, true. I mean, put a lot of, this is a lot of work for one 11 minute video. Well, I mean, it's like a cow. You know, cow, thousand pounds, filet mignon, not a lot. You know, that's why it's so expensive. One filet comes out of a whole cow? (laughs) I mean, you could Google it. I mean, it's not a lot of filet. That's why it's so expensive. It's got to be four filets. Oh, in a whole cow? Yeah, a whole cow. At least 12. I'm going to guess probably 20 filet mignons. 20, uh, 16 ounce. Hey, Siri. I mean, Bo is in and of himself a rabbit hole. How many filets come out of one cow? Oh, this is a good one. Oh, he's, he's got the British. One cow. Check it out. Australian Siri. How many steaks from a cow? Steak boys. Steak boys. How many steaks from a cow? I guess 20. On average, a beef steer weighs about 525 kilograms, but obviously not the entire so cow makes it pounds. to the table. 
It will only weigh approximately 60% of its live weight once it makes it to the rail. The 40% loss during the slaughter and dressing procedure is a result of the animal being bled. Gross. And the hide, head. Just get a number. Oh, sorry. Just get a number. (laughs) Okay. Um, While he gets a number. Which means we are left with 150 primaries. Oh, here we go. I got it. Sirloin, short ribs, tenderloin, porterhouse, flank. 20 cuts. What, what's the fillet? It doesn't say the fillet. It says sirloin, T-bone, ribs, short ribs, rump, tenderloin, porterhouse, kidney and hanging tender, flank steak, inside skirt, outside skirt, strip steak. No fillet. Oh, man. Well, I think the fillet comes above the strip. Okay, so then it's somewhere okay. around like 10 cuts. I think I... And you just... Oh, by the way, but get a number. But by the way, here's a comment down below. A cow has only two flanks. <laughs> they can be cut into smaller pieces, but by that reasoning, if you cut them small enough, you could have a hundred flank steaks in a single cow. I'm not sure where your five comes from. Maybe if you cut one into two pieces and the other into three, but why do that? I, I didn't really know we'd be listening to you read comments about a steak to smooth jazz today, but. But on the same, on the same article, below the comments it says, "How many legs does a chicken have?" And a chicken expert answered, "It says, chicken expert, (laughs) seven, seven legs." Can you do me a favor? Can you Google what is the dumbest question on earth? Hey Siri, what is the dumbest question on earth? Okay, I found this on the web for what is the dumbest question on earth. The 30 dumbest questions ever asked online. One, should I tell my parents I'm adopted? (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Two. That's good. Do midgets have night vision? (laughs) What is going on? Wait, this is genius. Wait, wait. Number three. If I eat myself, will I get twice as big or disappear completely? Wow. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh. This is all actually online. I, I, okay, now here's real questions. Yeah. I, I apologize for the word midges. I know we're not, that's not the politically correct word. It's dwarf. Well, right. Yeah, but I didn't, this is just we, a thing we're I We're just Googled. reading the internet right now, which is dangerous to improv with, I guess. I swallowed an ice cube whole. <laughs> and I haven't pooped it out. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> um, oh, here's the funny one. How big is this specific ocean? <laughs> um, uh, okay. It's kind of making me sad. Because I feel like people did ask these questions. And you should be allowed to ask dumb questions. This is legit here. How far of a drive is it from Miami to Florida? <laughs> no dude it keeps getting better here we go now we're getting a good ones number 14 what does a quarter till four mean like why is it called that because a quarter is worth 25 cents so why is it 15 minutes (laughs) number 15 i'm so lost isn't the nfl just for the u.s how does New England have a team? 
Oh, wait, this is great. Oh, some of them are dark, and I actually can't read them. Like, you're can't. like, whoa. Don't do it. Uh, filter. Um, is it possible for tattoos to get passed on genetically from a parent to a child? Okay. That's not possible, I don't think. Can your baby get pregnant if you have sex while pregnant? <laughs> oh, boy. Wow. Oh, gosh. Wow. That would be, that would be an incredible. Instant grandparent. Instant grandparent. Think about that. What else? Do babies poop in the womb? I think they do. Yeah, they have to. They got to go to the... I mean, they still... That's tough. What would happen if I hired two private investigators to follow each other? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what? That is a movie. That's a screenplay. Oh, gosh. Okay, well... All right, folks, real quick, Theragun. This is a new ad read, and it's coming from a fan. I am into the Theragun. Okay, feel free to ad-lib the introduction with personalized copy or start with below. The stress of daily life weighs on us all. Whether you're an elite athlete or just a regular person like you and me, trying to get through the day, muscle pain and tension is a real thing. So here's the deal. You can try, uh, I use Theragun. It's a handheld percussive therapy device that releases your deepest fears. I mean, muscle tension using a scientifically calibrated combination of depth, speed, and power. Wow. That's a mouthful, a handful, and basically a muscleful. So anyway, that's because the all new Gen 4 Theragun has a proprietary brushless motor that's so quiet italicize this part is you will wonder if it is even on while you soothe your aching muscles with theragun's signature power amplitude and effectiveness so anyway i do love my theragun i've had it now for two years i got a replacement once oh they came out with a newer one and i was like send me the newer one and they sent it to me very nicely and i always have it in my bag so anyway try it for 30 days no substitute for the theragun gen 4 with an oled screen personalized theragun app and the quiet and power you need Starting at only $169. Did you know it's only $169, Bo? I did. That's a, that's a fucking deal. I got to say it right there. Go to theragun.com slash Eric right now and get your Gen 4 Theragun today. That's theragun.com slash Eric. 30 days. No substitute. Anyway, theragun.com slash Eric. All right. So anyway, Mexico. We can't seem to get through this Mexico thing. Here's the thing. You're right. We did have a podcast where we talked about uh, Moab. That's already done. Yeah. Watch the show in a couple days, everyone. You're going to love it. Mexico, you came down, you had a job. More importantly, though, what was the story? You're right. I mean, you know, it was a unique adventures in golf, right? You, well, I knew the story. The, I was the last to know the story of this episode because I came on the RGC family team most recently, and this episode had already been thought up and created. Dreamed. Dreamed and envisioned. But the, the story was we're going to invite – RGC is going to invite three lucky uh, community members, fans, whatever you want to call it, to come experience a filming, an adventure in golf with the host, you, and, you know, basically get to experience what it means to be on an adventure. What does it look like? What goes into it? You know, which really it's not just the fun adventure. It's also about getting to see like you, the, the film crew, what's going on, the logistics and what goes into actually making an adventure. Yeah. Uh, so getting to experience it firsthand. It's funny, you know, because uh, tonight we were watching, um, the, we, the reason why we went to get barbecue is because we were watching Bourdain's episode of No Reservations when he goes to Austin. Um, and we got six minutes in, we saw some barbecue hit the smoker 
and we and we got up and got in the car and, and went to Terry Black's, right? Currently one of the best barbecue places in Austin. I watch Bourdain and I'm just filled with questions. Like I almost want to go meet a producer that was on the show and just be like, I need to talk to you. Like I'll sign an NDA. I'm not trying to do anything weird or special. I just I just want to know about what it was. What what how did you do this for so long? What were the shoots like? What 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 was it all like? And and I realized like I didn't really watch a lot of Bourdain. I really didn't. I, I never really have. But I always had this weird feeling like we would meet. And I knew he didn't play golf, but I just had this feeling like he would acknowledge on some level that our careers were similar. Or not careers, but our our fascination, maybe, whatever. And you know, it's so funny because he's like the OG. Like he was doing this travel video thing like before YouTube even existed right now there's the travel blogger like in every airport you go to right I don't know if you know the answer to this question but did he actually create that show was it his idea kind of like they came to you and said if you could do anything what would it be and you were like I think I would travel the world and whatever 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 did he do you know if he did create well he wrote a book called kitchen confidential and that got really popular really quickly. And this is, again, this is before like social media, really. Like I think it, it's pre all of that stuff. So Kitchen Confidential, why don't you find out? Like when did Kitchen Confidential come out? Well, to keep telling the story. I think it was like, I want to say it was, because it was when I was waiting tables, which is I was 21 when I was waiting tables. So that would be 2002. So I think Kitchen Confidential was going to be written in 99. And it took a while to catch on. And then um, when... When May twenty second, two thousand. Two thousand. Okay. So so just so yeah, I mean it was published in two thousand. So he's writing it in ninety eight, ninety nine. So then that book came out and then that led to his T V career. So I think National Geographic was the first that leech that reached out or no. But they probably was, came to him and said, If we could give you a show and fund it, what would you do? It was the Travel Channel was his first show. Yeah, they probably did. They probably said well, I mean, this because his name was on the show. It was Anthony Bourdain, no reservations. Well, and here's what, and here's why I say that. I've not ever watched one episode, and only before we watched, I watched two minutes of the six minutes you watched before we went to eat barbecue tonight. And it is interesting because while I was watching it, I was sitting there thinking, oh, this show really isn't, it doesn't feel so much of like this is a food show. I feel like here's a guy who's just interested in the community and the people and what's going on. And it just happens to be that it's centered around food and kind of amazing, but it's more about his vibe with people. And so I think there it is, it's interesting now that you're saying that, I mean, having watched a decent amount of adventures in golf and, you know, random golf club videos, it seems like that that's the same thing that's going on around. This is like, Oh, right. Golf isn't just about golf. It's, it's like there's, there's some more, there's more going on there and that's what's attractive because it's not just watching golf. Let's be honest. That's no. not that exciting. It's really not. It, it's only, it's only interesting if you know every player and, and the course and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, I'm kind of, I'm out on it. I think, I think for me, I'm, I'm much more interested in the stories that we tell and the why, you know, but, the, but a pro golfer racing to get a couple million bucks. I don't know. I mean, I'll watch the Masters, yeah. Well, and let's go into I'm Mexico. Excited to watch the Masters By the way, I'm ex- I'm really excited. I mean, the yeah. Masters, there's no golf tournament like it in the world. I don't care about the US Open and the PGA and the British is pretty cool. I do. Just just because the British is Don't call it the British though. 
It's called the Open. It's called the Open. No, and I, then the and then the U.S. Open is the U.S. Open. Is the U.S. Open? A lot of people call it the Open in America. Not tr- no, not, no. I call it the U.S. Open. Yeah, that's accurate. And then the British, British is, Open, the Open, is the Open. I know that. I know that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying. But I mean, a lot of people that aren't as well uh, affluent in they call the Open the British yeah, Open. They call. It. I used to. Yeah, I used to. Right, because you know, it's, um, a, it's offensive. It offends the community. It was the first one. But wouldn't you say British people call the U.S. Open the U.S. Open because they're British and it's the U.S. Open? Well, no, because it, the Open was the first one. The Open was the first one. Yeah. So, so the, the idea open. that here that we call it the Open and we're talking, referring to the U.S. Open, I think it's. Oh, it's, but I only did I say the Open instead of the U.S. Open? I don't know. Yeah, no, no, I said the U.S. Open. But you, you call it the British. Yeah, yeah, right. Which that that was. Well, I don't want to be offensive to anyone. I just, definitely not my intention. Yeah, I mean, and by the way, our fa- our community and our membership, if they're offended by that kind of terminology, I don't. I mean, it's just words. We're doing the best we can. You know what I mean? I, I say it because I've worked for the RNA. I get it. Okay. And, and and the U.S. Open. Well, I'm doing the best we can. In the U.S. All right. Well, you know, PGA. Don't don't let it color your opinion of Eric. My no, no. Uh, and you know my my full uh, disclosure. Bo Bo is a renegade. I was getting set up for the podcast, and he was like, "Hey, I really." <laughs> I'm kidding. I dragged you into this. American Psycho is in my top five. I know this is the this is a this is a thing we need to let's get a, back to Mexico from a PR perspective. We need to talk about this. I want to get back to Mexico. What was so beautiful about Mexico? Those three people, Brian, well, Jose, um, like there was a real interesting uh, dynamic watching. The people that came. He's referring to the. So what we did was we, we invited fans down of the show, uh, members of the community down, who had basically been watching the show since season one, who had interesting stories about their experience of watching the show. And I, I, for me, what was really cool was we basically brought down this 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 group of three: Erica, Jose, and Brian, each from a different corner of the country, and each with their own experience of the game of golf, and. You know, I said it on my Instagram post, but the, but the reason why the show was able to continue for five years has been you, people like them, everybody within this community, and, you know, what an incredible outcome that the PGA Tour has basically set us up to build this brand called Random Golf Club. And so with Adventures in Golf, it's, it's very crucial to always remember that. And so it was cool to have them come down and, and see a part of the behind the scenes. But for me, it was cool to hear their stories and you know their interviews are very personal and very real and 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 i hope that it serves as kind of a connection point within just the show itself of what it stands for and what it did yeah i mean i don't know how it's going to turn out but one of the coolest moments for me was the last day when i guess they were doing some interviews that are going to be in this you know upcoming video and erica comes out because she was the first one that was interviewed and she she had been in tears yeah it was tears and i and it was really a moment of like Man, like it's beautiful to see some when people when 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 something is so impactful to people that that it just spoke that this wasn't again it's not it's it's not golf, you know oh hey we got to to come to a beautiful place and play golf yippee like random golf club adventures in golf uh, you know and what's being created I mean it really means something to people the community is real it is real yeah. You know, there is, I mean, it's real. I mean, it's so interesting when you think about it, everybody in the world in some form or fashion is looking to feel a part of something. They're looking to really feel like they're connected to something 
And that thing they're looking to feel like they're connected to is something that really is trying to make a difference and you can, yeah. you can touch it, Yeah, you know? And the, and it was, it was beautiful to watch that. It was really beautiful. And she, by the way, she almost didn't make it. Yeah. She did have a flight issue, but she made it. She made it. That was really cool. I mean, I just had such a great time in Mexico with you. Got some time. We spent some time off too. That was kind of nice. Where'd we go? Tulum. Tulum. Tulum is the Mayan word for walls. Do you know what the best part of going to Mexico was? I don't know. Copal. <laughs> he got, he's referring to his Copal. local incense. So, folks, let me just tell you, and this isn't an ad, but if you want to hit me on my, if, if you want to DM me on my social media, <laughs> Bo Baker underscore. I'll hook you up. You're going to start spooning out Copal and put it in the mail? Well, because listen, if you're anything like me, folks, you guys ever walk into somebody's home and they're trying to be really spiritual and it's just saged like crazy and it kind of chokes you. And then for the rest of your life, when you smell sage, you're like, get this away from me because it's just so overdone. And then what's that little stick? We keep, we we thought of it. What's the little? uh, uh, Palo Santo. Palo Santo. I love Palo Santo. Yeah. But it's not. It doesn't hold a candle to Copal. Oh, candle! Is that a, that's a good joke there? I picked a new song. This is the wind down. Ooh, love it. Good vibes. We went to Trader Joe's today. That was fun. Hold on, I'm not done. Oh, with the Copal. Yeah, I'm still on the Copal. Right. It's a powdery substance. So if you go to the restaurants in Tulum, everywhere you go, you'll smell this beautiful smell, like some kind of wood smoke. You don't know what it is. And we thought they were, we don't know what we thought, but we just we, kept smelling it. We smelled it. it, though. Yeah, we smelled it. And we thought, wow, that smells amazing. What is going on here? So finally, finally, I went to somebody, a local, and said, what is this smell? And they said, Gopal. And so it, it's like from tree sap or some kind of thing, but it's basically you cleanse your auras and your homes, and it's kind of like a sage, but it's only in Mexico. You don't really get it in the U.S. So I went to the store called spelled like pool p-o-o-l but pronounced pol 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 and i bought a bag of copal that looks a little bit like crack rock to be honest with you what what does it smell like can you describe the smell to my god i I mean it smells like (sighs) like i did switch the music up again (laughs) What what does it smell like it smells like Love. Well, so if you've ever smelled like Confusion. a like a woodsy cologne, yeah. But this is more like a like a soft, subtle, subtle, smoky, smooth wood, like a woodsy but subtle. Like smell like human barbecue. Nah, that's a little bit too smoky. <laughs> this smells like like a like a silky satin smooth caramel wood ooh, like a caramel like a smoky caramel wood i feel like you could rewrite that song norwegian wood but you could call it mexican wood yeah i i I, honestly i think even trying to put words to how it just smells so lovely should we just wind down i am winding down this song is winding us down oh so folks keep driving if you want a nice smell to cleanse your life just google go 
All right, folks, have you been a great evening. It's a quarter after two, and that's 25 cents. <laughs> <laughs> How far is it from Miami minutes. to Florida? How far is it from Miami to Florida? <laughs> anyway, uh, hit a bow at bowbaker underscore if you want some copal. And uh, you'll sign a quick NDA and get that shipment of powder sent right off to you. Listen, from bad jokes, I can't think of anything else. <laughs> oh, we're winded down here anyway. Have a great Guys, have week, a great everybody. night. Bo, close this out. Go, you got this. Guys, wherever you are in the world, if you're tuning in, RGC Adventures in Golf, Eric Anders Lang. Random Glue Club. Random Glue Club. The Glue. We're here. We're always here for you. Keep tuning in because deep down, what we really want you to know, which I'm sure Eric's never said, but he meant to, is we love you. We just love you. To that end, if you're in Austin this Saturday, there's going to be a meetup there's in the afternoon. Be. And by the way, if you're not even in Austin. Roll through. How far are you willing to come to an RGC meetup? Like, get over here. Yeah. I mean, It's still COVID and, bring, the, and the cases are rising. Bring, but not bring in a Texas. COVID test. Yeah, they are not rising in Austin. There's a million cases in the in Texas. It's the most of any state, but in in Travis County, which is Austin, there's only thirty two thousand total cases since it started out of a million. That's a weird. It's a crazy so number. No, so knock on wood, but all sense of confidence. Austin's kind of. I don't know what they're doing, but uh, get over here. You got six days, seven days. We'll yeah, see. You. Something like that. Just keep it. Just keep coming. Have a great week, everyone. Have a great week. This has been very relaxing. And, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. And uh, stay tuned for more. Um, yeah, and again, at Bo Baker underscore for that hot, for that hot Copal rock. From that hot Copal. And if you haven't seen it, check out American Psycho. Great flick. Yeah, it is. Or how about It's a Wonderful Life? That's a bit. That leaves you with a better, better taste. You know, better yet, go watch oh, It's a Wonderful Life and American Psycho. And then drop a message to Eric of which one you think really is more your tea. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say right now that mine is a higher percentage choice. It's a great movie, but it's scary. Well, we all have to embrace our inner darkness before we find the light. And with that. And with that. And thanks, with for that. Being a, <laughs> thanks for being <laughs> a community member of Random Un- Golf Club. Unedited podcast. Okay. Good night. Good night.